shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Are you ready to take a trip down memory lane, back to the good old days of childhood? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Hannah Hundel, and today our theme is Kids Talk. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. We have a fun program lined up for you today, including an interview with a rising young TV star. Exciting it is. First up, our New Jersey gift of giving reporter, Caitlin Darrow, is joining us now to give us her summer edition of what we can all do to volunteer and give back. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, everyone. It's Caitlin here. Um, I'm so, so excited to be on today. Um, I actually just got back from Disney World um, two days ago. Cool. And I'm such a child at heart. So, of course, it was so, so much fun. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Yeah, um, today I'm going to be talking about the Gift of Giving Summer Edition. Um, Now that we're finally in the full swing of summer, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are all from school and they have much more free time on their hands. I was actually talking to a friend the other day and she admitted to me that she was already starting to feel bored this summer, but I had an immediate suggestion for her, which was to volunteer. Summer is a really great time to start volunteering or even to launch a service project of your own. Here are some of my top ways to give back during summer break. My first idea was to plant a community garden. Even though the weather may be hot depending on where you live, this is a really great idea and time to start volunteering and gardening. So in Camden, New Jersey, um, it's probably a couple miles from where I live. It's a small town, but there's a really nice community garden there, and it has fruits and vegetables, um, which are all given to people in need. And I think this is such a good and creative idea because it's inexpensive, and it still makes a very large difference. All you need, in addition to a small land plot, are seeds, water, sunlight, and most importantly, dedication. There's a really wonderful organization, actually, that I wanted to mention called Katie's Crops. I'm not sure if you've heard of them, but um, they provide grants to young people who want to start a garden. And I know several people personally who were able to start a garden because they received funding and support from Katie's Crops. So check out their website at katiescrops.com to learn more if you're interested in that. I know it's always really hard to start a project because of funding. Sometimes that can be crippling. So I would definitely check them out. Um, if that's a problem of yours and you want to start a community garden. Another idea for people who love to spend time in the outdoors is to participate in a nature cleanup. Pick up litter on local trails and restore, restore wildlife habitats at a nearby park or beach. 
Um, this is actually one of my favorite things to do with my friends because we live right near the Jersey Shore. So um, we always try to do that whenever we get the chance. And it really makes you appreciate the world's natural beauty. I know that sounds really corny and cheesy, but when you take part and help clean up, um, it's really helped me appreciate nature more. If you don't have a green thumb or you don't want to get your hands dirty, you could also try volunteering at your local library. And I just wanted to mention this because I'm a total bookworm. Um, <laughs> during the summer, my local library, they're always seeking volunteers and maybe yours is too um, because they host a summer reading program for young kids. And because school is out of session, children come to the program from all over my town to attend craft sessions and hear story time so it's really exciting and most librarians would definitely appreciate those extra hands during this really busy time. In addition to these ideas, you can always tailor your volunteer journey to whatever interests you. If you enjoy acting, you could volunteer at your community theater. If you're passionate about animals, you can lend a hand at an animal shelter. If you're addicted to social media, I know I am, <laughs> volunteers are always needed to run a nonprofit's Facebook page and help with public relations. There are so many opportunities out there to help. Wow, Caitlin, thank you so much for this really terrific lineup of volunteer activities. And thank you. You know, I love how you highlighted the fact that it doesn't have to take much to really make a difference this summer. No amount of volunteering is too small. And I think Definitely. that's really important to highlight. Absolutely. And, you know, I wonder what actually have you been engaging in in terms of volunteering this summer? Yeah, well, I have been spending some time in the Angels of God Clothing Closet, which is an organization um, that I started that gives out clothes and more um, to those in need within my community. So um, I've been pretty busy with that. And then I've also simultaneously been planning a back-to-school event for kids who can't afford a backpack or school supplies. And today I actually um, had the opportunity to do something very cool and service-related. So um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about that. It was really, really awesome how it all came about. So on the Angels of God Facebook page, we often share stories about our clients and try to encourage people to fundraise for different projects and causes that we do and participate in. So we wrote about a little boy who recently outgrew his toddler bed, but his parents unfortunately didn't have money to upgrade and buy him the proper size bed. So his feet were kind of hanging over and he was getting pretty big for it. I mean, luckily he wasn't sleeping on the floor, which I know some of our clients have to do, but... um he was still getting pretty big for the bed. So we had reached out to our or to people who support our organization and, you know, we wanted to see what we could do to help them. So even though Angels of God doesn't give out beds and furniture, although that'd be awesome if we did, we really can't because our facility is pretty small and we don't have enough room to store items like that. So we mainly give out clothing, shoes, and food. Um, well, we shared the story on Facebook, and suddenly people just started donating, and it was so inspiring. Um, within a few short days, we raised all the money needed, and we purchased um, the young boy a bed with mattress and superhero bedding, and it was a really, really cool bed, actually, I have to say. Wow. It was like, one of those really awesome, like, race car kind of beds. So. Oh, right, right. It was so nice, and we delivered it today. Oh, my goodness. It was so inspiring, um, really, just to see my community come together and help. And knowing that I was able to facilitate that through social media was really interesting. That is so awesome. I'm so glad to hear what you did for that little boy. Um, but you were talking about how you can volunteer for something or you can make your own volunteer project. Is that hard? 
Um, I mean, it's not necessarily hard or difficult, but it definitely can be time consuming. Um, teenagers and kids, I feel like are underestimated all the time. But with hard work and community support, you can definitely plan and launch your own volunteer project. I think a lot of people kind of feel discouraged because it, it does sound very intimidating, you know, starting your own volunteer project and launching it. But um, I don't think it's as hard you know, as it actually is, I think you just need to really have dedication and be able to pursue it. It, it can be time consuming, though. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that it's a little easier. But um, I also have a project. It's called She Is Worth It, where we go around raising money to get rid of backlog rape kits. And I'm so glad that you have this segment on volunteering and working for a community because that exact that is exactly what She Is Worth It does. And um, what we do is we just go around, raise money, use Facebook, we use the social media, we use um, word of mouth. We just go around, you know, asking people to donate or volunteer and spreading the word about what we're doing. And I'm so glad that you have this segment to talk to people about this. Well, thank you. And it's that's very inspiring um, to hear what you do as well with She's Worth It. That's really, really amazing. It's amazing for me to be talking to both of you, very inspiring women <laughs> with your own cool projects. But I, one thing that I've always wondered is, is it quite difficult to actually get the funding to launch your own project? Because, you know, I imagine that so many kids want to do so many things, but really that kickstart uh, little button is getting that funding. So are there tons of organizations out there that actually offer grants to young kids? Yeah, I mean, there definitely are a few. And I know that that can be really crippling, unfortunately, with the money and the funding and tr just trying to get it off the ground, I think is really just the hardest part. But um, a lot of people think that they can't make a difference or they can't start a service project because they don't have the funding. But there are plenty of organizations that will help and give you that first boost that you need. Um, there's a really fantastic organization that I want to mention called Youth Service America. Um, and they're constantly awarding young people with grant funding and opportunities to launch a volunteer project because they understand that in those beginning stages, you maybe only need a couple hundred or not even that. Maybe you only need $50 to go out and buy those seeds to start the garden. And so they're usually willing to help and fund you. So their website is ysa.org. Um, I would definitely check them out um, for more information about what they do. That is so awesome. I'm really enjoying this segment, and I'm glad you brought up all of these different things that teens can do. And I really like the idea of the community garden because, actually, I was in a science uh, class in my junior year that had a whole thing of growing a community garden so we can give back to our community. Uh, well, thank you for all this neat information. I'm Asia Gonzalez. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Also be sure to check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for all this wonderful information and ideas. Stick around for our next segment where our reporter Ryan will give some insight on the state of poverty and youth in today's times. is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. 
We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Hannah Hundle. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. We have a neat new way to help out Be The Star You Are. Buy, sip, and save a coffee, tea, and hot chocolate from coffeethatgivesback.org through September 15th, and 25% of your purchase will be donated to the Be The Star You Are with no additional cost to you. Again, that's coffeethatgivesback.org. We hope you'll support our fundraising efforts. And now, our Global Youth Talk reporter, Ryan Sim, is going to talk about kids living in poverty just a few kicks away from the World Cup extravaganzas. Welcome back, Ryan. Hi, everyone. I'm really glad to be back on the show. The past weeks have been really exciting for me, mainly because of the World Cup games. Unfortunately, the U.S. dropped in the octafinals despite a valiant defensive effort by Tim Howard, the U.S. goalie, that many on the internet have now termed the Secretary of Defense. But in the midst of the glamour, the fun, and the excitement of the World Cup, thousands of men, women, and children living on the outskirts of the World Cup stadium have been silently suffering. These sinkholes of devastating poverty are called favelas, defined by Encyclopedia Britannica as slums or shantytowns located within or on the surroundings of Brazil's large cities. Now, originally, these favelas were formed by impoverished former slaves in the late 19th century. But the great wave of migration from the countryside to the cities from the 1940s to the 1970s was primarily responsible for the increase in favelas in Brazil, increasing from 170,000 residents in favelas in Rio de Janeiro alone to more than 600,000. Most of these favelas are made of salvaged or stolen material. And this lack of infrastructure coupled with crowding means unsanitary conditions, poor nutrition, pollution, rampant disease, and high infant mortality rates. And the worst part is, not only is the government spending millions on World Cup stadiums and marketing, but it's also forcing these people who are silently suffering to vacate their favela homes to erect ritzy apartment buildings in their places. But perhaps the darkest side of the World Cup is the rampant child prostitution that occurs as children struggle to survive and scrape together a living. 
Sex with girls and boys under 18 is a crime, and the law was toughened recently. But anywhere from 250,000 to half a million adolescents, all poor, sell their bodies. CBS News reported that authorities and experts anticipate a 30-40% to 40% increase in child prostitution during the World Cup. Time Magazine reported that children and teens flood the city, often forced to do so by pimps who exploit their addictions to crack cocaine, toxic glue, and other drugs where they sell sex for as little as $2 or a pack of cigarettes. Larissa, a 13-year-old prostitute in the Brazil favela, Recife admitted, Sniffing the glue makes me feel dizzy and numb, and it stops me feeling hungry so I don't need to eat. It helps me cope with the violence and danger on the streets. So, I don't mean to bring up these stories to be depressing or to make the World Cup seem like it's a bad thing. I just know that in the adrenaline and excitement of sporting events like these, sometimes I forget that there are real people struggling right outside of the stadiums, just like Larissa, just like the thousands of men and women and children living in these favelas. And I hope that you're moved to do something, you're moved to make a change and promote awareness for these people, because that's what Be The Star is all about, and that's what our radio station is all about. And this just won't be something that like you just look at like you're in your reflection and forget forget about. But I hope that's something that sticks with you and stirs in you the need to do something. Thank you. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you talked about this because many people don't know what's going on about the sex trafficking that has to do during the World Cup and actually even during the Super Bowl. Um, big sporting events like these attract a ton of child sex trafficking and people don't know that. And I'm so glad that you included this in your segment because then people are listening and they can hear about what is going on and finally have it in their heads that this is what's going on. But I mean, like you said, it's not to make it seem depressing or anything like that, but it's to create awareness and let people know what's happening. And I'm so glad you talked about this. I actually have a charity called She Is Worth It, where we go around um, to schools talking to girls and boys about the dangers of sex trafficking, um, how to stay out of it and what to look for so that you are prepared whenever anything, you know, is um, whenever you're approached by a pimp or if you're approached by someone that can, you know, drag you into this. But And we also raise money to get rid of backlogged rape kits and we raise awareness about this kind of crime. And I'm so thankful that you decided to talk about this. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that, Asia. You know, it's really about sparking awareness, no oh, matter yeah. how dis distressing the issue really is. I mean, that's how we get people's minds running. That's how we get ideas flowing. We need this. Oh, uh, yes. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan, so, you know, this was also thought provoking for me. And I'm really wondering, is the government of Brazil actually doing anything to help these people who are mired in this conflict and poverty? So actually, I'm glad that you asked. The Brazilian government did institute a program called the Growth Acceleration Program, also known as GAP, which was a 107 million urban renewal project in late 2007, which tried to establish these public works such as apartments, sports complexes, libraries, work stops. And, but then the fact of the matter is that work actually stopped because the government wasn't trying to actually help the people. But the government was trying to basically get the support 
of the neighborhoods where they would institute these sort of buildings so that they would support them during the elections rather than actually like look for their well-being. So this is a really big problem actually in Brazil because the government's not trying to look to the interests of the people but trying to look to the interests of their political candidates. That's devastating. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that um what the government is mainly trying to do isn't to try and help the people in the favelas, but it's actually trying to help the tourists who are coming in because that's how they mainly raise revenue in Brazil through their massive tourism industry. So there's a lot of fights actually that are occurring between the tourists and the citizens who are living in these favelas because like I said before, the government's trying to basically force these people out of their already poor situations so that they can establish these apartment buildings for these tourists. Oh my gosh, I hope there's so many things that people can do and you know, what can what can I as well as other people do to help the people living in these favelas? Well, um I'm really glad that you brought that question up and I'm also really glad to hear about efforts that you guys are making like the one that you were just talking about how you go around and you talk to children about like you know the dangers of sex trafficking and sex um and like prostitution and like if a pimp approaches them what to do because I feel like a lot of people don't realize that this is an issue that is very prevalent and it's something that definitely needs addressing and I feel like a lot of people at many times just feel uncomfortable about it so they don't really want to talk about it but at the same time when we try to ignore these issues that are happening sometimes right in our own neighborhoods these people are going to be suffering so back to your question there is an organization actually that was doing a lot of help in Brazil during this time it's called um Happy Child International what it does is it establishes safe houses for these juvenile um girls and boys so um these juvenile girls and boys most of the time they're really poor that's why they turn to this sort of business and yeah. when we make these safe houses what happens is that they have a place to eat um like they have they have a place to get food clothing etc shelter so that they are able to get an education and basically pull themselves up by their bootstraps out of their poverty and um not have to look to drugs or that sort of lifestyle wow that's awesome I know that's so thought provoking and you know what Ryan I feel like you're so knowledgeable about this but I really want to hear your perspective on this. Uh do you believe that this horrendous crime of child prostitution and sex trafficking is not being focused enough on in today's society? Do you think we need to really get that out more in the media or do you think we've kind of been riling that in people's heads enough? I definitely think that um I'm I'm really glad that you brought that up and um I definitely do think that this whole issue of like sex trafficking and child prostitution does need to be brought up more i feel like our society has a tendency to sensationalize things so like if there's a big news story like for example with like gun control or like issues like those like if there's a big news story for example about child prostitution the media might go crazy and like throw up dust about it for a while but then after a few months it sort of settles and people sort of forget right. about it so i think that um we definitely do need to have more media awareness more campaigns more initiatives directly that are like organically and by the people mm-hmm. so that it sticks and it's more consistent 
in the public's mind. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for this important information on how we can really help kids living in the favelas. I'm Hannah Hundle. Visit Asia's social responsibility site to stop human sex trafficking. And it's www.stinkyfeetgirls.com and click on social responsibility. During the break, be sure to visit expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. Also, please check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Stick around for our next segment where we, are, where we have a fascinating young actress here to talk about her life and work. Are you ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Hannah Hundle, and today on Express Yourself, our theme is Kids Talk. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and when we talk about kids, it's really fun to talk with young actors and actresses who are creating a career while having fun in the entertainment industry. Jada Facer is a pint-sized actress who's about to get her big break as the surprise daughter of Joey Lawrence in the fan-favorite series ABC Family's Melissa and Joey. Now, the series follows Mel, the grown-up former wild child of a political family, who is now a local politician herself. When her sister ends up in a prison and her brother-in-law flees after a scandal hits, Mel must take responsibility for her niece and nephew. Help comes in the unlikely form of Joe, Joey Lawrence, who moves in and becomes the family's Manny. Jada is about to, be co- about to come in and stir things up at Danny, the spunky, feisty, and rebellious daughter to Joe and Felicia. Welcome, Jada, to Express Yourself. Tell us, how did you get started in the acting business? 
I have always been kind of acting my whole life. I fell in love with Shirley Temple when I was like three and I wanted to be just like her. But there was also this one time I was, I was probably eight, I don't know. I wanted to audition for Annie so bad. I wanted to be Molly. And I was looking on the internet to see if they had any auditions. And I found that they had an audition in New York for Annie on Broadway. And I begged my mom to take me. So after like a week, she finally said I could go. And then, so me and my mom knew nothing about auditioning, like nothing. And so when we got there, it was like this tiny room with like hundreds of kids. And even though that experience was crazy and we didn't know what was going on, that was like when I knew I wanted to be an actress. That's really neat. Uh, And, you know, with your job, you get to work with some really incredible people. And I wonder, what is it like to play Joey Lawrence's daughter? I was so excited when I heard I was going to be playing Joey Lawrence's daughter. I started crying because I'm a huge (laughs) fan of Blossom. And Joey Lawrence is just, like, amazing to work with. I think because he was a child actor, too, he really understands kids in the business and really respects us. Yeah. And so, like, him and Melissa were always giving me pointers and tips. That is so cool. That's awesome to hear about. And you know how you, since you're playing this character, sometimes you have things in common with the character that you're playing or completely opposite characteristics and what are in what ways are you <clears throat> different from her and how do you resemble one another yeah we are kind of similar I like you said I'm she's a bit spunky and feisty and I'm a bit spunky and feisty um but we are different in ways like she's a lot braver than I am I wouldn't I wouldn't have the guts to like steal flowers from some guy in a coma or steal my mom's diamond earrings oh my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome and you know for all the people who don't have this type of wonderful experience we're all kind of not in the know about all the methods or routines that that whole mindset that you've got to adopt before you go on set so like how do you prepare how do you really get into that mode when I'm preparing for a scene when I'm about ready to go on I usually like to be alone and really just think about the character and ask questions like why is she saying what she's saying or what from her past has brought her to do what she's doing? Stuff like that. Wow. Well, what is the best advice you would share with other aspiring, aspiring young actors? Cause you know, sometimes it could be scary at first or other times you don't know what to do. If you had any advice, what would you give them? This business is very tough and it can get you down very easily. But you always got to keep your spirits up because once you, like, start getting down about something, it's no fun anymore. Oh, wow. Well, actually, I had an uncle that was a child actor, and he he didn't do very many big movies, but he did, he was on commercials. He was on House Arrest. Um, and then he was also on this movie called Forest Warrior with Chuck Norris. And I, I always ask him, you know, like, was it exciting being an actor when you were little? Was it scary at times? And he would tell me, you know, there were times when it was a bit nerve wracking, but it sounds so fun. Yeah, it, it's so much fun, though. I love my job. That's so neat. And, you're, you know, you're a multi-talented girl, Jada, because... We checked out your YouTube channel and we saw that you actually love to sing and write your own music as well. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, singing is my next passion. I've been singing probably for as long as I've been wanting to be an actress. I, I've been writing 
forever too. I'm actually, a new cover is coming out tomorrow on YouTube. So I'm really excited about that. One of my new covers I just recorded. That's so cool. Actually, I've always wanted to be a singer, but I don't think my voice is good enough to be able to do that. So I'm not going to hurt people's ears by doing that. So <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're not acting, do you, you enjoy music, you enjoy singing and drawing, you know, writing your own songs and cooking and time outdoors. Do you have actual free time to be a kid? Yeah, me and my friends go out all the time. We actually, one of my friends, we started like this aerial workout class where oh, cool. you, it's kind of like, you know, like the people on the silks that do the acrobatic stuff. That's oh, yeah. what it is, but it's like in workout form. So it's, it's a lot of fun. You like get to go upside down and do all these tricks. It's a lot of fun. That is cool. That is really neat. And you know, whenever we have these people on our show that are just busy, busy, busy with their work, they've got everything going for them. And I always sit back here and wonder that that perennial question of work-life balance, because I myself, I'm not even that busy with all my extracurricular activities, but I still sometimes have a struggle really managing school and all the other things that I enjoy doing. How do you handle it? How do you really wrap it all together with all your acting, your singing, and school? Well, I, what, well, there's, um, we do schooling on set, so that makes it a lot easier, and I'm homeschooled, so, and when I'm done with, like, filming and working, I always go home and, like, practice my piano or my guitar or singing, so it kind of, like, balances out. Oh, cool. Well, you have singing, you know how to sing, you act. Uh, if you had to choose any other career other than performing, what would it be and why? It would probably be cooking because I love cooking. Like, me and my dad cook all the time. Me and my mom bake. I'm not the best at it, though, but I really like food, so that makes everything <laughs> That's, That's good. That's okay. awesome. Do you have any specialty you'd like to share? Excuse me? Do you have any special type of cooking that you really love to do? Like, I love cooking Mediterranean food. Do you have any certain type of food that you really like to cook? I really like cooking Italian food because spaghetti is like one of my favorite, favorite um, meals. So that's really fun to make. Wow. Well, then I will definitely hire as my future, future chef. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have all these things that are going on with the show and with your YouTube channel. Do you have any future plans that you're really excited for? I am going back on Melissa and Joey, so that's super exciting. I have been auditioning tons lately, so I'm hoping something comes with one of those. That's so cool. That is really neat. And, you know, for all the young people listening to this, what advice um, do you want to offer them? Or what do you really want to tell your fans about you? What do you feel isn't portrayed completely about you on the show, but you really just want to share it with your fans? Well, my fans are the best. They always, they always like, I read their comments on YouTube and Instagram and they always make my day. So um, I want to tell my fans that they are amazing, but uh, I, that's a good question. I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> 
Well, you have been saying a lot of good things about being on set and the show. And what have do have you have you ever made like really great friends on set that you talk to often? Yeah, like actually on Melissa and Joey, Brooke Burke was always having her daughters on set. So I actually became close with one of her daughters, Naraya. That is so cool. How old are they? Are the same are they the same age as you or a little younger or a little older? Naraya is fourteen and I don't know what her other daughter's ages are. Oh. Well, that's so cool. Well, it's time for break, and Jada, good luck with the show, and we'll definitely be watching and rooting for you. I'm Asia Gonzalez, this is Express Yourself. Follow Jada at twitter.com slash jadafacer. Also at youtube.com slash jadafacer. And watch Jada on ABC Family's Melissa and Joey. Also, visit our website at expressyourselfteamradio.com. And I'm Hannah Hundle. Make sure to watch our videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Express Yourself is brought to you by the Be the Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Again, I want to thank Jada one more time for being a fabulous guest on our show. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation about all things kid-related. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's sing with the Indie Girls. Join Callie Young and Rinsley Phelps each week as they talk about the music industry with an emphasis on what it's like to sing as performers. We'll give out some great tips on how to make it big and be the next contestant on your favorite reality singing competition. We'll also talk to the artists who are already making it big on the up-and-coming circuit. Indie Girls can be heard live on the Voice America Kids channel every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune up your voice and join in the chorus. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and today we're talking about all things kid-related. So, Asia, I've been thinking about the good old days of childhood, and I was really trying to hearken back to my own. And it's funny because even though I'm still a teenager, 
I feel like all recollections of my childhood are tucked away into a little corner of my heart. And so it's really quite an interesting experience for me to nudge them out. And I wonder, is that the case for you too? Is your childhood clear as day for you? Uh, Or do you feel you've grown so much from that time? It's so crazy to think about that because actually, you know, with all the business um, experiences, with the radio show, with all of these, you know, grown up experiences in life, it feels like, you know, it's so easy to lose your childhood and forget all about it. But really, I always have like these memories coming back to me just, just when I'm thinking and I'm like, oh, I remember when I did this with my mom or I, I remember when I did this with my dad and right. all the crazy adventures I went on with my brothers. And it's so cool to be able to think about and remember all those kind of things because we have such a busy, busy life and we're actually kids nowadays are expected to be grown up and they're expected to act their age, which is a lot higher of an expectation than you think it is. Absolutely. And, you know, I love that you mentioned adventure because that keyword right there, that really constituted the bulk of my childhood. Oh, yeah. I remember just booking it home from school, wanting to get outside before the twilight came in and wanting to play hopscotch or jump rope or ride my bike. I remember even trying skateboarding one time. You know, (laughs) my life was just so full of getting out there and uh, trying new things. And although I still really try to reconnect with that, sometimes it's hard as you get older, as we were talking about being so busy, you know, with radio shows. And I do a lot of writing now, too, for different local publications. I've got school-related activities. Everything just starts piling in and piling on top of you. Sometimes it's really hard to connect with the person that you used to be. It is. And like you said, you know, you were saying how you used to rush home from school um, to be able to do things. Actually, when we used to live in Arizona, we had this house where it was kind of a small house. It wasn't too big, which is fine with me because I'm used to that. But we had this ginormous backyard. It was so big. It was like two of our houses put on one piece of land. And we had this really big willow tree. And then on the other side of the yard, we had this little shed that we actually turned into our little mini home where we and my, <laughs> <laughs> it was my brothers and me and my cousin that we actually stayed in there almost all night until our parents came out and said, you guys cannot be out here. So like, you need to come in and actually eat dinner and go to bed. <laughs> we set it up. We had our little play kitchen set or we had our cups, we had our plates. And then we had a lamp in there and we had a thing that we use as a desk. It was like, I don't know what it is. It was like a piece of wood and just something keeping it up. And then we tried to make a couch out of old pillows and cushions. And it was so cool to be able to use our imagination with that. Because then after that, we like at night when we were staying in there so late, we do monster hunting. and we <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny, and the more I think about it, the more hilarious it is. Yes, how imaginative to create those things. And it's funny because I remember that all the little television shows I used to watch when I was a kid emphasized imagination. And although I'm not that in tune with the shows that little kids are watching these days, I really hope that they are hitting home on that point that, you know, with your imagination, you can do anything. That, that was my little mantra when I was young. And yeah. I was such a crafty little kid, too. I always loved making my own jewelry, whether it be out of little pasta beads. Or <laughs> I think one time I actually made beads out of paper. because I was just so desperate for something oh, to do on a rainy Sunday afternoon. 
And your imagination can take you so far. And that's something that I think even as you grow older and older, you should never lose sight of. Oh, definitely not. You were saying how we have the morning cartoons and the TV shows we love to watch. We actually had, um, I don't think we had cable when we were little. We, we had um, a couple of things that we liked to watch. One thing that was always on TV that we loved to watch was Teen Titans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember that show. I loved it. And then we used to watch, you know, like Powerpuff Girls. That was my favorite. I had uh, a, yes. I, I had a Blossom um, doll that I carried around everywhere and I loved her and um, it was funny because when I was little I had uh, these mornings when my before my dad went to work um, we'd watch one of the Formula One races or the IndyCar races that were on in the morning if we could or any of the qualifying races races that came on and that was actually a big um, portion of my childhood was cars because my dad and I just loved them. We connected so well with that. And that's one of our things that one of us have, both of us have in common together that we get along really great with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, those little things from your childhood, you never know how they might impact you later on in life. Yeah. And sometimes just going through the course of daily life, little things will kickstart remembrances in me. And I'll remember how much I used to be so thrilled by them. I mean, uh, I went back when it was Christmas season uh, this past year. I remember being at the local supermarket, and I came across a little candy cane filled <laughs> with red and green M and M's. Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And you know, there, I used to love those. And there was a young boy there, actually, by the register, and he was so excited by that because I guess he had never seen something like that. And it just, like, rung in the Christmas spirit for him. And I remember just, you know, during Christmas season, walking around, loving looking at lights on houses and putting up the Christmas tree with my uh, family. That was something we used to do, like, two weekends before Christmas. Every year we made it very consistent. It It was a fun little activity to do together as a family. And then waking up on Christmas morning, and just yeah. all the cousins at the house, the whole family, they're everyone just really enjoying this beautiful season and enjoying each other's company. It's those small things, again, that just really hit home for you. And as you grow older and older, it's nice to kind of tuck those things away in your heart. Yeah, you were talking about um, Christmas and how you would have the Christmas tree set up two weeks before the actual Christmas morning. And it's so funny because we, we wait until December they would have this huge town parade where it was all, it was down this really big highway main street in um, my old hometown. And we'd get everything set up with food. My mom, my grandma would make the best chili that I've ever had. Oh and, yeah. And then nice. she would make hot cocoa and then she would put out these bubblegum candy canes that were so good. And everybody would come over. She'd invite, you know, maybe the neighbors or someone who was cold and she would invite them into the house and just give them hot cocoa. And we would sit out on the yard in our chairs and we'd watch the parade or we'd go across the street to the park and they'd have tents set up where you can go on this artificial uh, snow slide where it was just a big old thing of ice packed in and then shaped to be a slide. So you can go on top of it and slide down, which was cool because in California where I lived, it never snowed. So it was cool. Oh, right. And it was like real Christmas there. It, it was like a wonderland there. It was so pretty. Oh, how glorious. And, you know, when we're talking about holidays, I remember I used to look forward to trick-or-treating on Halloween. 
I oh, think yeah. from starting February. Really, whenever the new year rang in, I was just really looking forward to getting a new Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. was such a fun escape when you're a kid. This idea that you could be anything you want to just for a couple of hours on one night, just using your imagination and sticking together your own costumes. I remember I made some pretty wild ones that, looking back now, probably didn't make much sense. But as a child, I just was having a ball. It's so fun. I love Halloween. I love how you're able to be creative and then, you know, you're able to have all your ideas and put in. I really want to... use all of these childhood memories and just keep them with me so I don't or forget about what I did with my brothers and my family. And it's just so cool to be able to think about all of these things because yeah. we're so busy. Like, like I said earlier, we're so busy being grown up and doing things that society is telling us. You need to do this to be able to get your future going and you need to be an adult to be mature and it's like we don't have time to be a kid anymore. So it's really good to have these kind of memories. Um, there was actually a lot of points that I have. Um, there was the joy of getting a treat like candy. You know, when we have our um, breaks in kindergarten, we'd have our snack time. And it was so cool. But as always, Hannah, I just love working with you and talking about anything, especially about going down to the good old memory lane. All good things must come to an end, and this show reminded us of the importance of hearkening back to our inner kid once in a while. Thanks to Star Style Production, Cynthia Bryan, be the star you are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Olstein. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the, across the world, and thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Hannah Hundle. You have been listening to Express Yourself an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Watch our fun videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are to meet many of our volunteers and get acquainted with many of our outreach programs. Until next week, remember, be a kid, be kind, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go. My name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Store Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you. She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall. There's nothing you can do. One time she drew a beat on Fred back when he first moved in. She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then We laughed when we first saw her throw
that wind up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes We only know that when she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away from that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up and you wind up flat When I go out into the world Don't know what job I'll do But I can bet I'm the one girl Who's gonna run a wrecking crew Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it on Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard She gonna wind up hard She gonna wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Neil Brewer and friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kidstar website www.kidstar.org.